Once Upon a Time in Adequately Advanced Magic. There is an abandoned museum, supposedly with a bunch of magitech, in a sign in front of it, written in the classic Smithsonian font. There is some text that says, Museum of Falcon's Reach. I found this note. Ernest, are you sure about using the JYMO automated cleaning system for the museum? I know they helped fund the museum, but that thing gives me the heebie-jeebies. Tina. You take a look at it, and it's just examples of Magitech. Uh, one of them says levitate. Another one says enlarge, reduce. Here, Kieran Jack, the two of you hear a quiet slurping noise from behind you. You take a closer look here, here, and you see the transparent edges of a gelatinous cube. I think we found our autonomous cleaning system, and it's worse than we thought. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Okay, so how about we start by rolling initiative? That seems like a logical place to begin. Yeah. Oh, I rolled a one, so that gives me a total of three. (laughs) Ha, I got four. I got 14. (laughs) I guess we know who's leading this action, then. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, two of you guys are slower than the cube. (laughs) All right. The three of you are in a 30 foot by 30 foot room. The four Magitech displays that you looted are in the center. The mural that y'all were looking at is located on the southern wall. And in the southeast corner, there is an, a little exit nook. Okay. The gelatinous cleaner cube is currently located in the northwest corner. Okay. How far away? 30 feet away. 30 feet. What, what's the total size of the room that we're in? 30 by 30. Okay, so it's as far away as it can be, basically. Yeah. So basically, it's like uh, the room is square, and there's like a little... There's another square in the center that is the uh, the Magitech displays. Hmm. Where, where are we in the room again? You guys are in the middle, Okay. Uh, near the southern wall. Okay. The bottom wall. All right. All right. Well, Jack, it's your turn. All right. Um. So I still have my uh my M pistol that I got from somewhere, right? Yep. I think it only has like four shots left though, or something like that. I think three. I think three. I'm down to three. Okay. Yeah. Thirty feet is in my range, right? Ray of Frost. That's what I have. Oh, range is sixty feet. One d eight cold damage, and its speed is reduced. Okay, maybe I can freeze it before it even comes to us, right? It's just stuck. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna whip that out, and I'm gonna take aim and close one eye and uh, breathe as it as as my uncle taught me, and uh, pull the trigger. So, hmm, boo. I, so nine, 
Nine. Yep. Take that, Bob. <laughs> the appearance of the gelatinous cube is rather surprising to you. <laughs> so you, you fumble your gun a little bit, but the thing is so huge, it's hard to miss. Uh, you hit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. So now I roll 1d8. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seven. Nice. <laughs> nice. So it does seven, and then its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of my next turn, right? All right, now yep. I only have two shots left on my pistol. I'm going to move farther away from it to the to the east, but still have line of sight, just so. Okay. So you're basically in range. the south southeast corner. Yeah, yeah, but I can I still have range, like line of sight and range, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's good. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the cube shudders a little bit as it freezes slightly. Yes. Little icicles. And then it's going to dash a total of 10 feet down. So it was in the upper northwest corner. So it's, is it moving diagonally towards the southeast corner, basically? Uh, it's heading straight south. Straight we're, south. In the, we're in the southwest. Okay. Only Except uh, for, Jack. Uh, Jack went gotcha. southeast. Yep. Gotcha. So is that is that 10 feet as far as it can move after the 10 foot movement reduction? Yeah. Wow. The gelatinous cube slowly crawls towards you guys. <laughs> Not Wait, but if for it... speed and maneuverability. Yeah, it takes six seconds to go ten feet. <laughs> oh, wow. So, wow. Yeah, it... It's like the Austin Powers, the bulldozer thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah. Alright. I cast a spell. All Casting right. Ice Knife. So I'm creating a shard of ice and flinging it. So I make a ranged ice. spell attack. Which is plus five... Uh, 20. Oh, what? Oh, oh to hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is. Woo! All right. It takes 1d10 piercing damage. Takes nine points of piercing damage. Dang. The shard then explodes. The target and each creature within five feet of it must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. So the dexterity save would be 13, I think. Okay. It rolls a negative two. <laughs> wow. Alright. He takes 2d6 of cold damage, so that's another 7 points of damage. Yep. And then I'm going to move with Jack to the east. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a while to remember. Cack or Mac. Yep. Randolph. Cack. Wait, that's not even close. <laughs> Here, Kurt, you summon this knife and then you just chuck it at it? <laughs> yep. I mean, magically chuck it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not actually throwing the shard of ice. <laughs> the ice knife floats in the air for a split second and then flies straight towards the gelatinous cube. And then it explodes. Sweet. Actually, this time, actually explodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Niklaus. I have a interesting uh, rules question, DM. Oh, if I boy. were to cast Ray of Frost, would it reduce the speed by 10 feet uh, on top of it, does it stack with other rays of frost? Apparently there is a ruling in the basic rules that says the effects of the same spell cast multiple times don't combine. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, good. I, I, I figured that was the case, but I just wanted to check. <laughs> in, the, in that case, I will uh, use a different spell. Oh, yeah. Niklaus, one of the voices that he has heard in the past, uh, he kind of repeats one of the the words and um he uses his uh, ability to cast hex as a bonus action so like these little like a curse 
like in a language he doesn't understand, he kind of repeats it. And now the, the slime has a disadvantage on dexterity checks. And um, <laughs> as his action, he will be casting Chaos Bolt. So he puts his hands out and a warbling like sphere of rainbow energy flies out towards the slime. Gelatinous cube. 17 to hit. That hits. So nice. he's going to do 2d8 plus a d6 plus another d6 for hex. So the d8s were 1 and 2, so that means I can choose a damage type. I will choose cold damage. <laughs> <laughs> to stay in theme. So it's a total of one, four, ten damage. One of that damage was necrotic, nine of it was cold. The cube does get sort of offended by the angry curse you laid on it. <laughs> Inappropriate language, young man. And it's Jack's turn. I am going to uh, take take aim and take take another shot. A little bit more confident this time. You hope. So I am going to roll... 16 and then plus two for dexterity and then plus two for proficiency so that's 20. yeah that hits okay so now i'm just thinking out loud i roll a 1d8 cold damage all right that's fine so i only do two damage this time the speed is still reduced by 10. <laughs> it's still yeah cold. you <laughs> it's still cold. it's starting to get the shivers <laughs> Shiver me timbers. <laughs> yeah, Jack, you, you nick the corner of the cube and it's ah. like cold. Damn. A frozen chip falls off. <laughs> <laughs> Jack is like, ah, damn. Gotta recalibrate my aim and technique. Yeah, the cube is going to continue its slow advance. <laughs> it's gonna lurch on top of the displays that are in the center of the room. So it moves semi-diagonally. So it's just, it's just pooping in the middle of the room now. Okay, okay. It's getting close. Uh, here, here, it's your turn. I'm going to summon a chill touch. Uh, 16. Yeah, you hit. All right, it takes 1d8 necrotic damage. Hell yeah. So, it's awesome. It takes two points of necrotic damage, but it has... It cannot regain hit points until the start of my next turn, if that matters. Joey, are, are me and Jack in the southeast corner now? Yes. Okay, I'm going to move up the east wall. Wait. It was still yeah. moving just direct south, right? No, it's in the middle of the room now. Oh, it's in the middle of the room. Okay, I'll just stay, stay where I am. What, what you were about to do the the flying V formation? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll move up to the I'll move up to the northeast corner. Okay. Yeah, make it choose. <laughs> make this brainless creature choose. <laughs> Use this. Don't get confused. Here, <laughs> here, you extend out a ghostly skeletal hand and gently caress the, <laughs> the cube, damaging it for two damage. A tiny piece rots and falls off. Yeah, <laughs> just taking off the vertices. It's going to become a gelatinous <laughs> d20 soon. <laughs> gelatinous d12. <laughs> and then you run up to a different wall. Wait, it started off as a cube or a blob? A cube, right? It's a cube. It's, it's a cube, yeah. Okay, okay. It's literally called a gelatinous cube. Gotcha. <laughs> Nick Klaus. 
Yeah, I don't want it to touch me. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost. <laughs> 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 Just to make sure in case someone misses their attack. So yeah, uh, Niklaus uh, raises his hand and a, a blue-white beam of crackling cold races out towards the cube. And it's an 8 to hit. It 8 hits. 8 yes. hits. Wow. Take, I rolled take that cube. <laughs> what is it? Is, it is big. So that is six cold damage. All right, you freeze off another corner of the cube. It's cold enough to freeze your Winnebago. I will stay where I'm at. Okay, which corner are you in? The southwest. Okay, where we started, I think. All right, and we're back to Jack. All right, so Jack kind of he 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 kind of texts his uh, mag, so he sees that he only has one shot left, and uh, he's like, "All right, this is all I got," and so he takes aim and uh, pulls the trigger again. So let's roll. So a 14 plus 2 dexterity, 16 plus proficiency 2. So 18. You hit. All right. Now I roll a 1d8. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Okay. And I do 5 damage and all the fun cold freezing stuff. Now I have zero, 0 shots left. And so Jack tells the other guys, hey guys, I'm out of shots. Good, good job. <laughs> Jack shrugs. Yeah, Jack, you blast off another corner. It's slowly becoming a D12. <laughs> the gelatinous cube is going to inch its way towards you, Jack. Oh. It's going to move five feet, and then it's going to move another five feet to engulf you. Oh, no. What do I need to do? Uh, go ahead and do a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Dexterity saving uh oh, I got a seven. Uh oh, it's over. <laughs> Jack, you spend a little bit too long fiddling with the gun after <laughs> you've run out of shots. Just long enough for the gigantic gelatinous cube to sneak up on you. Oh, damn it. And it basically just pushes you into the corner and then you are engulfed by it. And you are now in its space. You take, <laughs> you take eight damage. Ow! You can no longer breathe. Oh! You're restrained, and the acid starts to dissolve you at the start of its next turn. So I'm inside it, right? Yeah, you're just sort of like awkwardly floating around. Okay. Okay. Uh, other people can like try and pull you out, though. Okay. I can't do anything from inside it, though. You can actually attempt to attack. Okay. But it's harder. Okay, okay. <laughs> you definitely have disadvantage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's your turn. All right. We are going to chill touch it again. 20. Sweet. Yep, that hits. 1d8 necrotic damage. Six points of necrotic damage. Yeah. Um. What does? What is the condition of the cube? at this juncture. The three of you have shaved off a pretty decent number of its corners. It's looking not great, but it's not that close to dying. Gotcha. <laughs> so if, if a D4 was on like Death's Door, and a D20 <laughs> is like where it started, <laughs> what type of dice would you say it is now? It would probably be like about a D10. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna move over to the, the other corner. Except I need to get you out of there, but I don't quite know how, other than by killing the beast. By the power of friendship. 
I don't know. Maybe I can like slash my way out or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's Niklaus's turn. If I was inside the gelatinous cube, you said you can't breathe. Does that mean that spells with a with the vocal component, I wouldn't be able to cast? I mean, technically, you could expel air, right? You yeah. just can't inhale. Okay. You don't want Good to inhale that stuff. That's not that's not healthy for anybody. And that, <laughs> Jack can hold his breath for for a while. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just kill it, man. Yeah, I'm going to cast another Chaos Bolt. So again, the, the Sphere of Energy flies out towards the cube. That is a 24 to hit. Alright. Let's see what kind of damage it does. I'm choosing Cold Damage, and it is... Uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, 14 damage with um, five of it being necrotic. Okay. Do you want to move anywhere? As far away from the cube as I can get. (laughs) I think that's the northwest corner now, where it started. Yeah, with the Hercure. Yep. I I turned to Hercure's like, did you see it eat Jack? I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jack, it's your turn. All right, so can I see from inside the cube? Yeah, it's transparent. All right, so, so Jack is kind of like cheering inside his head that that his i don't know his his people who he's just met are helping him out (laughs) and not just running away (laughs) your life now depends upon yeah um so jack uh inside the cube tries to take out he he takes out both of his short swords can he do that and tries to like kind of cut cut open and open it so he gets out of the cube well that's what jack wants to do what can he do (laughs) <laughs> you can attempt to attack it, uh-huh. or you can spend an action to make a strength check to try and try and get out. All right, I'm I'm gonna do <laughs> make a strength check to try and get out. Okay. All right. So I rolled a nineteen plus three is twenty-two. <laughs> you you burst out like a chest burster. <laughs> 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 kind of wiping away gelatin from my face and flinging it off. But I'm still right next to it, so it could just like get me again, right? I can't move. You can move. Can I move? Oh, I can move. Yep. You're right. five feet out of. Uh, you're like five feet next to it. Okay, I'm getting as far away as I can from it. <laughs> All right. As you try to run away from the cube, a pseudopod emerges from the cube and it tries to whack at you. A pseudopod. What's that? A gelatinous a... arm thingy, tentacle. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, you, you don't you don't remember middle school uh, science? No. It's like the little like foot thing from the oh, Amoeba. Pseudopod. It, like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fake foot. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah, it it rolls a six. You do a dramatic tumble roll away. <laughs> and then I try and can I now can I get out and go to the as far as I can from it? Yep. Okay, sweet. And as when he gets there, Jack yells like. Don't let it eat you. Noted. <laughs> yeah, I guess the farthest corner away is the corner where Hirkir and Niklaus are. A glistening Jack runs up. Yep. Jack, you dramatically slide over the display cases that are in the middle of the room and oh. join Hirkir and Niklaus in the northeast corner. All right. The three of you guys are just hanging out now. <laughs> yeah. The cube follows you jack it slides oh, no. on top of the display case that's 10 feet 
and then it's going to dash oh. into. Oh, is into, it going to eat all of us? <laughs> yeah, it's going to try and eat all three of you guys. Shit. Everybody do a dexterity saving throw. Oh no. It's going to be all a right. six. I got a 20. I got a 17. The gelatinous cube tries to do the same thing that it did to Jack earlier. It's going to slide into your space. I almost wanted to say DMs. DMs. <laughs> Jack and here, the two of you jump out of the way. The cube engulfs Niklaus, though. Uh-oh. And you take 10 damage. Oh my gosh. You okay? Not good. From from inside the cube, it's just like... <laughs> and now it's... Hyrker's turn. Okay. How bad does uh, Niklaus look? He's like covered. He's like, his skin is bleeding over every exposed surface. You and okay. like yeah, he's not good. Okay, I cast Healing Word, which means I have to roll one d four plus three. You gain four hit points. Oh, thank goodness! <laughs> and uh, I move away from the the cube back towards the north. East corner. Mm-hmm. It's going to try to pseudopod you as you leave. I'm sure. It's got to say goodbye. <laughs> uh, it rolls a 21. Uh, well, that'll hit, yes. And it does 12 damage. Ow! Damn, that's some pseudopod. Yeah, the pseudopod slams into the side of your face, and the acid burns a little bit. A lot, really. Yep. Big class. Existence is pain. Okay, tell me, tell me a little bit more about this this room. The display cases were in the middle, right? Yep. How how tall did they go up? They're just about lower than eye level. Okay. You look down on the display cases. Is it just a, a flat ceiling? There's no like vaulted places higher up that could be used to get out of the way of the, the cube. Not really. There's not a whole lot in this room. Okay. You do see there is a low hanging Magitech light lamp hanging from the ceiling. How? Like, more than 10 feet? Yeah, 15 feet. Okay. Is it just in the middle of the room? Yeah. It's just hanging above the display cases. Alright. Uh, Klaus, in danger, feeling in danger of his life, and with great fear, just wants to get out of the cube. He really just wants to get out so badly <laughs> that um, space warps around him as he casts Misty Step. Nice. Uh, and he teleports to the lamp, like on top of it, standing on the lampshade, holding the. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a it's like a hanging brazier. I guess it's probably the best way to describe it. And he's like, he's like on it, like hanging from it, and not like hanging from his hands, but like sitting as much as he can. I don't know how to. I don't know I'm the geometry it. of the brazier. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you, <laughs> Niklaus, you're floating around in this cube, and then suddenly you're not. There's a sucking noise as the gelatinous cube repopulates that space with ooze. And then suddenly you're just crouching on top of the brazier that's in the center of the room. You do hear it creak. <laughs> <laughs> and you get the sudden sense that it wasn't designed to support... <laughs> More than 120 pounds. <laughs> I see. If only you were a halfling. Yeah. What's worth a shot? Okay. That was... So basically, step is a bonus action. I still have my action. Yep. Uh, how far away is the slime? Like, less than 10 we'll feet? We'll just say 10 feet. 10 feet. Oh, but now and you're how... 3Ds, right? I just gotta use... Oh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I guess if you're in the dead center of the room, like, 5 to 10 feet. And uh, how far away are my friends? 
Hirkir is in the northeast corner. Jack is still... <laughs> next to it. Right next to it, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. I will cast Ray of Frost at it and it attempts to slow it down. So it'll be 18 to hit. 18 hits. Yes. Okay, 1d8 and then... Oh, actually, I forgot to roll my concentration check on Hex. So let me do that. This is 17, and I only took 10 damage, so I'm okay. Um, I'll roll the damage for Rare Frost. So 1d8, and then the d6 for Hex. So that's 7 damage. Nice. And with my movement, I will lower myself down to the floor and fall. <laughs> yeah, you just, gently. You just fall the 10, 15 feet, and you take the, uh, the one fall damage. Yeah, and then I, I move to the southeast corner. Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't get one side, it's bad inside. <laughs> <laughs> Only Herker hasn't gotten inside yet. <laughs> we, got, we gotta do the merry-go-round. <laughs> Jack. Alright, so Jack is like, uh, he's like, he's thinking, alright, it sucked to be inside it. <laughs> uh, it didn't look like... Um, uh, Niklaus had a good time either because he's like bleeding until, <laughs> <laughs> until Hercure healed him. So Jack is going to go all out. He's just going to try and take this down, do as much as he can. Just uh, no more, uh, uh, what's the word? I don't know the Mr. right nice word, guy. but he's just going to go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going he's gonna to pull out his two uh, short swords and start, start slashing and hacking and backing away. So the first one will be a short sword with two weapon fighting. Mm-hmm. So I roll and 17 to hit. 17 hits. Okay. All right. So I'll do damage for the first one and then do my second weapon fighting. Is that all right? All right. Yep. Okay. Damage is 1d6 plus 3. I don't. Just do uh, regular dice. Oh, I found it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. Oh, all right. I got uh, 6 plus 3. Nine. So nine total. Okay. Okay, and then I will roll for my second two-weapon fighting. And 10 plus 5, 15 to hit. 15 hits. All right, so... All right, do another six damage. Okay. And then uh, I'm going to use my action surge, so I can take one additional action on this turn, and I can only use it one time per short rest, so this is only a one-time thing. And then I'm going to strike it again with my uh, right hand. Yep, do it. All right, here we go, here we go. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> a nine hits. A nine hits. <laughs> Take that big thing. All right. <laughs> so now damage. Oh, man, another six. But this time I get plus three. So nine damage. Here's <laughs> saying. All right, Jack, you've had enough of this gelatinous cube cleaner. <laughs> go ahead and describe to us how you kill it. All right, so I slash, 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 slash. And then it just kind of, you know how like, uh, you know, sometimes maybe like a Bill kill like a Qu like Quentin Tarantino movie. I don't know where like you slash slash that and just kind of slides off like because it's so clean. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like like a piece just kind of slides clean off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then also as it falls apart, Jack kind of like jumps back in case there's any like acid or anything that comes out. Is it, can I do that? Or takes a step back? Yeah. Uh, you chop the gelatinous cube multiple times. You take a couple of steps back, 
And then as you look at the cube from distance, and then it dies. Wow. I was picturing, like, Master Yi from from League. <laughs> Alpha Strike. You're going... And Jack, Jack turns to the others and is like, I think we got it. It's dead, I think. <laughs> it looks pretty dead. Loot are the we, body! It's always hard to allowed, tell with, with the cubes. Are we allowed to touch it? Like, is it safe? I mean, it's dead. Okay. I don't know if it doesn't have any acid or anything inside. You I mean, know better than could, me. You could stick a stick something inside and see if it gets burnt by the acid. Okay. Is there just like two skeletons sitting in a pile of goo now? The gelatinous cube loses all structural integrity and then and then just turns into a puddle of goop. Sitting inside the goop is the remains of at least two people. Whoa. At least two people. And various trash and debris. It actually sucked up some of the uh, some of the debris that you created when you were <laughs> looting at this place. Maybe that's why I was angry with us. It doesn't have feelings. It's a gelatinous cube. <laughs> the remains of the gelatinous cube sheds a tear. <laughs> <laughs> um, was there any magitech to be looted from this room? Uh, we did take uh, some stuff already, I think. I think we got two of the three, and the other one was like destroyed okay Niklaus takes a closer look at the the cube to see if there's any any anything besides the bones that may be useful yeah uh go ahead and do a investigate check all right investigating loot check that's gonna be an 18 yeah you rummage through the <laughs> the humanoid remains <laughs> and you find you find a lot of stuff, actually. You find three level one magitite. Whoa. Wow. You find a bottle of red spray paint. <laughs> okay. A name tag that says Ernest. Oh no, Ernest. A dagger and 43 gold. Wow, so many things. Here's your credit. And if you, if, if you wanted specific trash items, you can roll for that as well. <laughs> Like, if you wanted, like, a dirty napkin or something. <laughs> I did not. I do not at this time. Well, guys, I regret to inform you that one of these corpses was indeed Ernest. Huh. R.I.P. Ernest. That sucks. It won't be eating anyone else, at least. Yeah. I guess we can, uh... At least they weren't alone. <laughs> uh, Nicholas, what, what'd, you, what'd you get in there? Uh, so I got this gold... And some magitite, uh, this dagger, it's pretty cool, and uh, some spray paint. Nice. But the uh, magitite, we should be able to hopefully use that in large reduce, but I don't know if it's the right level. How do you check? I take a close look at the large reduce magitech, and I'm looking for like, a little number. <laughs> you take a look at the magitech, it's a small green sphere. Written in rather small text is second level transmutation. Oh no! Yeah, it looks like we need a level two magitech in order to uh, activate this magitech. Damn! But um, at the camp, we may be able to maybe trade. Let's let's do it. We gotta claim our prize. There's, is there is there is the stamp oh, machine here? Yeah, there is a stamp machine here. We almost <laughs> forgot. <laughs> Jack rolls his eyes. Niklaus goes and and hurriedly uh, runs all of his. Tickets through. <laughs> yeah, you get another stamp, and this time it's the logo of Falcoco. 
Cool, cool, cool. The exit is located in the southeast corner. All right. I gently Next push room. the door open, keeping an eye out for additional cubes. Yeah, the three of you head towards the exit, and you trip another Magitek. Oh. Where's my ad blocker? Uh, this this time, this one says, Thanks for visiting the Museum of Falcon's Reach. Please take a minute to fill out our customer satisfaction survey. Some letters appear in the minor illusion. It says, On a scale of one to five, how satisfied were you with your visit? One. One. Jack puts four. <laughs> uh, Jack had a great time. The three of you try to hit different buttons and it spazzes out and it changes it to five. <laughs> and then it goes to the next question. It says, on a scale of one to five, how satisfied were you with the cleanliness of the museum? Five. <laughs> Jack also goes for five. <laughs> what about you, Hercure? Hercure goes for three. Yeah, uh, it spazzes out and the voice returns and it says, thank you for your participation. Your answers will be logged. There is a little tiny hallway that leads back to the exit, uh, the same exit that you saw when you first entered the museum. There is a small ticket receptacle. Oh yeah. Uh, Mikhaus strides over and prepares to enter one of the tickets to see what happens. You put one of your six to seven tickets into receptacle. It sucks it in. You hear some gears grinding and then in another receptacle beneath that, a JYMO snack machine voucher pops out, along with a brochure. And this happens for each of the tickets. So we get snack vouchers? Yep, and a brochure. And a brochure. What's on the brochure? You take a look at the brochure, and it is a Falcon's Reach eateries guide. <laughs> and in big bold letters, it says, The Legendary Restaurants! Of Falcon's Reach. JYMO approved. Jamo. You thumb through it pretty quickly. It details eight legendary restaurants that are scattered throughout the city. Nikos makes a note of where these restaurants are and safely stows one of the brochures in his jacket pocket with the vouchers. Yeah. There appear to be there appear to be one in each district and one that in which the location is not listed. Ooh, secret. Mysterious. Whoa. Not really useful. Here, check out this restaurant. We won't tell Maybe you where it is. Typo. It's like a it's like one of those secret pop-ups. It is yeah. a secret pop-up. Although who knows how when this uh brochure dates from. <laughs> <laughs> Truly these legendary restaurants would survive the test of time. For sure. I guess we got what we can get from here. Yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah. Oh did I ever see where the employee keycard would have been used. I think someone else failed the roll. Okay, that's fine then. I'll just keep the card with me. It'll be in my inventory for all time. <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> key items that you can't get rid of. Yeah, it's a quest item. It's just stuck in the inventory because I never did the quest completely. <laughs> <laughs> the three of you re-enter the foyer of the museum. Mm -hmm. What do you guys do? You guys ready to go? Yep. You yep. find a, a level two... Uh, Magitite crystal to power this enlarge reduce so we can see what's on this very small piece of paper. Yeah, I guess it was kind of a bust for that. I mean, we got stuff to trade with now. That's true. Okay. Alright, yeah, let's, uh, let's go look for some of this level 2 stuff. 
Let's not get any fights. <laughs> Try to squeeze yep. back out through the door. Yeah, the three of you awkwardly squeeze out of the <laughs> little hole that leads to the, the door, and you, the three of you pop out outside the museum. Is it daylight outside or night? Or lost track of time? We'll say at this point it's getting close to evening. Okay. And it takes about an hour and a half to get back to the Calamonte neighborhood. Oh, oh geez. Oh, boy. We should, we should hurry. We don't want to yeah. be out here at night. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the three of you head back towards the neighborhood, and we're going to do another montage. <laughs> montage. It was uh, the Calamari District, right? <laughs> yes. There's a big squid over the gate. <laughs> That's canon now. <laughs> so, Herkir, you're leading us, right? Yep. I mean, I assume I sort of have a have a sense of the way back. Yeah. Now. Yep. Do you guys think we're gonna get robbed? I mean, I, I now I do. <laughs> Is anybody looking at us funny? Do a perception check. Seven. <laughs> Everybody's looking at you funny. Everybody. So Jack's like every. I think everybody's looking at us funny. Paranoia sets in. Well, I'm paranoid. Don't look at them then. All right, I'll close my eyes. Uh, oof, that doof. doesn't seem like the best way to go about this. Well, not close them fully, just, you know, squint. Focus on the road. Follow, follow, follow. Focus on the back sports. of my head. Okay, okay. Jack Jack still feels a little bit anxious and uh, puts, uh, puts a hand on, on one of his swords. Is it is it getting dark already, or is it still, like, sunset-ish? It's still sunset-ish. Be cool, everyone. Nikos takes the gold and distributes it evenly amongst everyone. Jack is like, don't show gold here! Hindsight, that's probably a good idea. That's a that's a task for when we get back to our room. But he already did, right? Because I guess <clears throat> I like grabbed the the money pouch and it was like jangling, and I'm like, oh wait, yeah. <laughs> but Jack is still looking straight ahead, so he's like talking to Nicholas without looking at him. <laughs> Thank you, Hercure, by the way, for um your help in there. Oh, sure, of course. We seem to be all in this together. Yeah, and uh, being dissolved to my bones was not the way i wanted <laughs> my day to go for sure uh jack asks to say hercure did you ever did you ever work for one of these corporations no my father did oh he was killed in an industrial accident so i don't have a lot of positive feelings towards them so we got these uh snack vouchers yeah i could eat yeah joy have we seen any gymo snack machines have we seen any functional ones? Go ahead and do a perception check. Perception. Seven. Are you sure you're, you're rolling a d20 there? You're rolling a lot of like <laughs> sevens. I got a ten. Yeah. Uh, neither of you guys find any vending machines. Seems like it's sort of like a bougie thing. <laughs> like corporate propaganda museums. <laughs> Does Niklaus remember seeing any red spray paint graffiti so far there was some graffiti sprayed on top of the last display the oh, one yeah. of the planer what the planer not underneath the corporate propaganda it basically said everything has a price uh the corporate propaganda was promising unlimited everything unlimited cosmic power itty bitty little living space the three of you arrive back at the calamonte neighborhood 
you enter the gates, which now has a giant calamari on top of it. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Didn't see that before. Yeah, you just you just missed it. Almost immediately, you actually bump into Audrey. She has a comedically large backpack, and she appears to be handing out various Magitech to the stores and stands. Audrey, hello. That is a comically large backpack. Haha, <laughs> I know, right? Oh, hey, y'all. Y'all made it back. We did. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, Magitech in there. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, speaking of which, uh, we were actually hoping you might have a Magitite crystal, uh, level two. Oh yeah, y'all are y'all want to run that enlarge reduce, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I can I I can I can figure something out. I can figure I can fiddle with the the wiring. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. If y'all want to, if y'all just want to head back, I'll I'll meet you guys up there and we can figure it out. Sounds good. Well, Thank you. What are you doing right now? Uh, well, you know, I I scavenge these Magitech and sell it to the locals. It's it's hard to it's hard to bite here sometimes, given how far we are. Herc, your nods knowledgeably. Well, and you just you just sell broken Magitech? Oh no, you fix it, right? Well, I get it. I get it from abandoned appliances, that sort of stuff. See, these companies don't like it when you reuse things, so it takes a little bit of know-how to rip them out. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've come That's across what I that. do. That's cool. Well, I guess I'll see you back at the place. Yep. I'll see you guys once I finish my rounds. Sounds good. Should we, like, grab some food before we go up? Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I feel like I'm a little peckish. Let's not do the same <laughs> noodle guy. <laughs> Different noodle guy. I'm looking for something grilled. Or yeah, is there shawarma? Yeah. Yeah, you you do find a stand that is selling something grilled. It's hard to make out what it is, though. It's one of those dishes where you probably don't want to ask too many questions. Nope. Run of the mill in Hercure's life. All right, I eat my uh, grilled delectables and then uh, head back to his room. Yep. On the way back, you do pass James again and the the job wall. Hey, James. Still there? Uh, yeah, he says, yeah, just, just guarding the, the gate. Did you happen to see the, uh, the the calamari that we had on Hop? I, I did. Very cool. Yep, we're we're real purveyors of avant-garde art here. <laughs> <laughs> who who sculpted it? It is the Avantist Guard. <laughs> wow. Anyways, did you did you want to take a look at the job board? Sure. The job board is actually mostly the same. It has that same wanted poster from before. It does have a new posting from Hortense though. Oh, what does Hortense need now? More killer mushrooms. 150 gold for assistance removing a mouse from apartment. See Hortense in apartment 2305. Alright, I need to do a long rest before we do anything like that. But yes, we can we can help after we talk to Audrey. <laughs> Alright, sounds good. Jack mumbles, this better not be a killer mouse. For what he's charging, and after our last experience, it's probably a rodent of unusual size. Where does he get these things? Is he doing experiments? I don't know, but we're making good money from it. <laughs> Alright, uh, the three of you continue back to the room? Yep. Yep. The three of you head back into the room that Audrey has lent to you. The, there is still a bunch of scrap all over the floor, though some of it has been moved, probably based on her exact specifications. In any case, the three of you guys roll back in. Did y'all want to do anything in particular while you wait, or go to bed? I have four hit points left. I mean, I'm feeling very tired after my... <laughs> yeah, that uh, that meal really hit hard. 
<laughs> yeah, Nicholas just uh, kind of rests his mind a bit before going to sleep. Okay. The three of you, having gone on a full day of <laughs> on a full day of mushroom <laughs> yeah. slash cube murdering, are absolutely exhausted, and the three of you just pass out. Hi, it's me, Joey, your benevolent dungeon master. Thanks again for listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. If you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you left a rating and or review on your favorite podcast download site. In the meantime, see you guys next time.